0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. From the epistle, Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed to Thessalonica, Cretans for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia, only Luke is with me. St. Luke was a doctor and traveling companion of St. Paul. He is the second most prolific New Testament writer. His gospel, St. Luke's gospel, and its sequel, The Acts of the Apostles, are second in length only to the collection of St. Paul's writing. It is traditionally believed that St. Luke was a Gentile, but this is not certain. He may have been a Hellenized or Greek-speaking Jew. There is an early tradition that St. Luke was one of the 70 others who Jesus sent out in the Gospel, and that's what accounts for that Gospel being the selection for St. Luke's day. The only actual mention of Luke in our lessons is when St. Paul says only Luke is with me. Luke's presence is Contrast with that of Demas, who has forsaken St. Paul and the ministry because he has loved this present world. The other two people mentioned, Cretans and Titus, I think departed for the purposes of ministry. It sounds like everyone's running away from Paul in the letter. But the net effect is that St. Paul has been left alone except for the company of St. Luke. Demas is mentioned in a couple of other New Testament passages. His name is always mentioned in connection with Luke. In Colossians, St. Paul says, St. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. In Philemon, St. Paul passes along greetings from Luke and Demas, whom he calls my fellow laborer. Demas had worked for a long time with St. Paul in ministry and for some reason had chosen to give up his post. It would be pastorally instructive to have some more details about this. What was it that caused Demas to forsake Paul to give up his ministry? Did he find the arduous nature of this apostolic ministry moving around From city to city being persecuted, did this become too much for him? Had Paul and Demas gotten into an argument that caused Demas to sort of storm off in anger? Did Demas develop doubts about the faith that led him to give up? We don't know, but the net effect is that he has abandoned his post. But Luke who has been through the same things, has remained faithful. It is easy to romanticize uh, mission work. We know mostly about St. About Paul's ministry, mostly through his own writings and the history that's recorded by St. Luke in the Acts of the Apostles. These highlight the central things he did and the central themes of his ministry and tend to obscure... How much of his ministry involved tedious travel, rejection, and continual discomfort? Even when St. Paul describes his hardships in his writings, they sound more glorious than they are. We say, wow, look what he did. But they sound more glorious in writing than they were in the actual experience when he was just getting his sort of butt kicked in a place. All genuine ministry has two characteristics. First, it leads to lives that are changed by God's grace. And two, it perseveres or or shows itself to be genuine by perseverance and faithfulness over time. And these two things are related. We are changed by God's grace precisely as we persevere in the faith over time. It is our sharing of the cross that changes us into the image of Christ, and it is our avoidance of our share of the cross, our running from the necessary struggle of the Christian life that stunts our growth and handicaps our ministry. As we persevere in the faith, there is an irreplaceable value To those who persevere with us. In Philippians, St. Paul speaks of, quote, the fellowship of Christ's suffering. This is not only our union with Christ in his cross, it is also our union with each other in our Christian vocation. Our koinonia, our communion, is rooted in our common battle against the world, the flesh, and the devil. We fight together and each of our lives is a certain outpost of that battle and we help each other in that fight. The body of Christ is weakened when any member gives up the fight. The church is counting on you to persevere in the life of prayer. To be obedient to Christ through difficult times. And the church is counting on you, if you fall, to get up, to confess, to be restored, to to reattach to the body and contribute to its work. In Ephesians, we are told that we are members of one another, And we will always feel a sting when some member of the body decides to quit. And that sting will be uh, more deeply felt the closer we are to that person. This month marks my 29th year anniversary at St. Matthew's Church. Time makes one acutely aware of the priceless value of those who faithfully persevere in work over long periods of time. People often ask, what what can I do for the church? And this question usually aims at some momentary project that can create immediate excitement. This impulse is heightened in our culture because we value the moment, excitement, the buzz. But what the church really needs is ordinary faithfulness. What can you do for the church? You can follow Christ. Worship God every Sunday in his church and work and pray and give for the spread of his kingdom. Man your post, discern your gifts, use those gifts in ministry for, say, a decade. Then maybe we can build something together. And we can see this in the examples of St. Luke and Demas. We know Luke now as St. Luke, the beloved physician who made contributions to the building of the church, who was a valued co-worker with Paul, who left us two glorious writings. If Demas had not abandoned his post, we might just as well be celebrating St. Demas and his ministerial contributions to the church. Instead, because he abandoned his post, all he did in that short period of time is more or less forgotten. We are talking here about two related virtues, stability and faithfulness. The virtue of stability means to stay in the same place, which is kind of strange with Luke. Luke stayed in the same place in a roving ministry, but he was rooted in the ministry they were doing as they moved from place to place. And this virtue can be understood in terms of agriculture, Plants don't grow very well, when they're continuously uprooted and replanted in another spot. The fruit and foliage that we see above ground in a tree is mirrored by the root system, the, the depth and strength of the roots that you can't see below the tree. Instability and rootlessness leads to a lack of fruit. Stability is related to faithfulness because one can be stable and unfaithful. Like the tooth that is always there but always aches or the weed that you pull up but always grows back, there is that person who is stable but toxic. We are called to be stable but faithful. As Jesus said, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. This abiding in Christ is not merely a spiritual, individual abiding. To abide in Christ is to abide in Christ, in his body, which means in the church, in some place, over time. Instability and unfaithfulness are characteristic of our age. People move quickly from one job to another, from one product to another, one relationship to another, from one church to another. These are not all equivalent in our current job environment. Sometimes you're told to move and you have to because you have to support your family. But the tendency creates an overall restlessness. People are continuously looking for some new place or some new thing that will finally provide some fulfillment that they are lacking. If this restlessness comes to govern our practice of the faith, it makes us unreliable, unhelpful, and unfruitful. Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Only Luke is with me the faithfulness of Luke calls to mind the words of Jesus that Luke himself records in his gospel. Words addressed to the apostles, quote, You are those who have continued with me in my trials, and therefore I bestow upon you a kingdom as my Father bestowed a kingdom upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table In my kingdom. Let us follow the example of St. Luke, the beloved physician and faithful co worker. Let us continue with Jesus and with each other in our trials, in stability and faithfulness, so that we may produce much fruit in our lives together, and so that we may together. Also, eat with Jesus at his table in his kingdom. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.